A story, a story, let it come, let it go. This is What Good, brought to you by Talking Tales and hosted by storyteller Keisha Christie. Oral traditions is an inaugural part of who we are and preserves our culture. Join us every week as we gather and we share stories and talk culture. Gather together your family and friends, learn something new, reminisce about the old days, and most of all, What Good. Welcome back to another episode of What Good, where I am your storyteller, Keisha Christie. We've got another great episode for you this week where we're sharing with you some more wonderful stories. This week, both of our stories come from West Africa, and I'm so happy to share them with you. Did you know that stories bring us closer together? Well, there was a study that went on that said that humans connect mostly with stories. So wherever you go, whether it is in business or in personal life, whether you're a public speaker or you're just chatting with your friends, they say that people are more receptive to you and what you have to say if you wrap it in a story. If you come about just talking about stats and numbers or facts and figures, people are not likely to A, remember your story or B, connect with you any at all. But if you wrap your facts and figures in a story or tell a story about how um, the information that you want to relay benefited one person or another, or maybe you have a uh, happy client that you could talk about, but as long as you are wrapping whatever it is that you need to say in a story, people are the most receptive. They say that uh, folks who suffer from Alzheimer's and other um, memory or brain diseases, if you um, sit with them, they will tell you stories of their past life. And when they tell you the stories of things that they've experienced during their time, they will tell you a story of, uh, say, something that happened to them in their 20s. And they could tell it to you with so much detail, yet they're unable to remember a few things that may have happened today per se. But the stories that they tell are always so wonderful and full of so much emotion because it's, it's a, it comes from a general, genuine place. Stories connect us together as people, as family, as human beings because it's what we resonate the most with. When we try to connect people, we try to see ourselves in their story or we have a tendency to um, be able to relate to something that is said based on circumstances or our own experiences. And that's why stories are just so important. When it comes to culture, stories are important because they let us know who we were as a people, uh, mindsets, uh, traditions, and other things. And now being able to hear the stories or being able to tell the stories that were told when our ancestors gathered, for me, it's like a spiritual connection really to the story because it has come so far. The stories that uh, are shared on this podcast, as well as our live storytelling session that happens on Thursdays at 1 p.m., we share the stories that have been told for generations. And in that, we're able to connect people at to connect generations, we're able to connect families together and um, be able to share the lessons that were told way back then and highlight how they're still very relevant today. Because a lot of the stories that we share today 
uh, all had their origins uh, from the tales that we were told before our time. And as we continue to share these stories, it just uplifts, motivates, inspires, and connects us is the best way to put it. So we have two great stories for you this week, and both of them come from West Africa. So let's jump into the stories now. The first story is called Greed Makes a New Friend. One day, a beggar was walking down the street. He knew that the people on this particular street were very, very wealthy, and he wondered if they were content with their lives. And so he got up atop his soapbox and started to preach to the people that lived on the street. He began by telling them a story about a man who lived in a fine green house. And in this fine green house lived a very rich man. And that rich man wasn't satisfied with what he already had. So he bundled many, many items and put them on a ship to send them abroad to sell in order to make more money. So he packed the boat, he packed the ship to the brim and sent it off to sea. But a storm came in and swept away the ship and all of its contents were lost at sea. And that rich man became a very poor man. After telling that story, the beggar went on to tell the story of the man who lived next door to the man in the fine green house. Now, this man was also not satisfied with his life. He was a gambling man. So he went out and he gambled and lost all of his money and became a very poor man. Just as the beggar finished preaching, the power that makes people rich appeared. And the beggar was astonished that the power to make people rich came in the form of a beautiful woman. The woman said to him, I've been waiting for a long time to help you. Take these coins that I've been keeping for you. Open your bag and throw everything in it and fill it with these gold coins. Well, the beggar was surprised at first, but it didn't take him long. Without hesitation, he emptied out the contents of his bag and began to fill his bag with the coins. The power to make people rich said to him, Now be careful because if one of these coins touches the ground, they will all turn to dust. And your bag is a very old bag, so be careful on how you fill it. Well, the beggar continued to fill the bag. And every time the power to make people rich asked him, do you think you had enough? The beggar was not satisfied and asked for more. And so she gave more. And this went on and on, and the bag got heavier and heavier. But the beggar did not care because this was his time. This was his opportunity to get rich and stay rich. Well, of course, the bag was loaded, and the power to make people rich warned the beggar several times that his bag was getting very heavy, and it was an old bag. And he must remember that if one coin hits the ground, they will all turn to dust. And the more that she warned is the less the beggar listened. He was more content with filling this bag as much as he could so that he could drag it away. And of course, so said, so done, the old bag began to tear under the pressure of all of the gold coins. And as much as the beggar tried to hold them all together, the bag tore, one of the coins hit the ground, and they all turned to dust. 
The beggar was so disappointed with what had happened that he couldn't believe that he had everything that he wanted and it was gone in an instant. The power to make people rich disappeared just like that. And all of the gold coins disappeared just like that. And the man was in the same predicament he was before he encountered the power to make people rich. Well, you see, when you spend so much time pointing your finger at other people, you must remember that there are always fingers pointing back at you. And if your crown, if your head was meant to carry boulders, there is no way that you will be able to wear a crown. That was a great story. This next story is called The Sacred Bowl. There was a certain sacred bowl carved out of wood in the palace of a king. The bowl was very, very precious to the king. It was so precious that he commanded that his wives take turns cleaning the pot and paint the bowl every day so that it remained its, it retained its color and its beauty. And its luster went on and on. One day, one of the wives were washing the bowl and it fell to the ground and broke into so many pieces. Now, that woman was very, very sly and very, very wicked. She immediately rushed to the palace and announced to the king that one of the other wives had broken the bowl. The king called together all of his advisors and announced that the sacred bowl had been broken. The king's advisors immediately ordered that whoever broke the sacred bowl must die. The king called for the wife who broke the bowl. They called her Cruel, and Cruel was so innocent and so beautiful, and she tried to defend herself by saying that she had not touched the bowl. However, no one was willing to listen. The king's executioners came, and they beheaded her near the river and buried her body. A few months later, a woman had gone to the river to draw water, and when she went to the river, she noticed that there was a shrill, small voice always singing. It was another person who broke the sacred bowl, but I was wrongly convicted, killed, and buried here. Hmm. The song went on and on, and it persisted and persisted until all of the people in town went down to the river to hear it. So the king was forced to re-examine the case of the broken bowl. By this time, there could be no mistake of the name of the wife who actually broke the bowl. So when it was revealed and the trial was done again, the king's executioners took away the wife who actually broke the sacred bowl, and she too was killed and taken away. Well... This story tells us that sly and wicked people always get what they deserve. The thing that I love the most about West African tales is that they all have lessons. And, well, every story that is told has a lesson, but some are more prevalent or more obvious than others. And I find that with African tales, all ways have a great story followed by a very important lesson that is carried throughout our entire lives. And I love to share 
those stories with you. So I thank you for joining us for another episode of What Good. And I ask you to join us next week where a new episode will be uploaded on Tuesday for your enjoyment. We've always got some amazing stories here. Don't forget to join Talking Tales on Thursday for live storytelling Thursdays at 1 p.m. on IG and Facebook. Till then, as we always say, gather your friends and your family, learn something new, reminisce about the old, old days, and as always, what good?